This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Tom Present When somebody asks you What your number is (laughs) In terms of uh, Shall we say sexual partners Oh, right, yes. Not what your phone number is. <laughs> I thought you meant, uh, like, attractive scale. Like, number, <laughs> number at a Okay, time. okay, well, look I'm first. First, <laughs> where do you put yourself on that scale? A, a very sturdy seven. Okay, and secondly, if someone asks how many people you've had sex with, do you tell them the truth? Yeah, I'm pretty pr- pretty upfront about it. Because it's... I won't... I don't know if I... But I don't know if I want to tell... Thousands of people listening to this. Like, is that is that a, is that? No, fair? I'm not asking you yeah. to say the number right now. I'm just telling when somebody asks you one on one, when like a potential, or when when you, I'm assuming your girlfriend's asked you. Because the assumption is that you can't like you can't get jealous over someone else's past, can you? Like, well, people, people can. You'd be yeah. fucking surprised. Um, people really can. So generally, before I creak open that vault and let that information out, I will have. That understanding that right. You look, yeah. yeah th- there's going to be a number, and no one, no one likes the number you tell them anyway. No one likes the numbers too much. Do you give a shit o- about that? Do you ask people, or do you just not care? Is, is there a point? I suppose if, if it comes up, I'll, 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 I'll ask. But I'm, I don't. I'm You've not demanding never, to know. I don't. Yeah. I'm not because no one. Yeah, as, as I was trying to say, like no one. The number is always too high. Is it? For it, like no one, you, isn't it? No, like, I've come across so many people whose number they're embarrassed because it's low. No, but if I'm sleeping with someone for, new for the first time yep. and I hear their number, it's always more than I want to hear. I think that's hear, a gender it? thing, you jerk. <laughs> I honestly think what what you expect it you expect it to be zero. Uh, but like I don't I, I don't what know. What is too of, high for you, Tom? Huh? Huh? Like don't you don't you want like I don't know I'm floundering in the dark here a so- bit. <laughs> Because it doesn't, come, it just doesn't come up for me, so I don't, I don't really know. But I'll tell. But I will tell people. Yes. Yeah, I tell people, but I have. This is going to sound bad because it's not. It's not because I have a ridiculously high number, but I lost count to the point where I just stopped Rock on, telling please. it. Yes, this is our guest, <laughs> Jess Kate Ryan. You can already hear her. It got to a point in my early twenties where I couldn't be bothered tallying and so to actually remember what my number is I would have to sit down and write a list I just don't the old shopping list yeah look it's not a massive shopping list but sometimes you forget that you know I've slept with a lot of people with the same name and so I have to to (laughs) count them up big (laughs) mood so on that note welcome to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past I am Elizabeth Best here with Uh, 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 a flustered Tom Harris very very flustered Uh, Tom Harris 
this can't be my day, can it? This is your day. This is my day. This is your job. Get to your job, boy. Oh, boy. So today we have a very special guest. She is a Brisbane actress extraordinaire and host of the fabulously successful true crime podcast, Murder in the Land of Oz, on the That's Not Canon Network. We have Jessica Kate Ryan. Give it up. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Finally. Yeah, now you've been pretty shirty that we didn't have you on earlier. I know, but I know the reason. I understand your reasons. Yeah, look, you better understand our reasons. Otherwise, we'll be kicking you out the door before this episode even starts. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how it is. So uh, it's sort of we sort of have to put out a, like a hurricane warning for our listeners <laughs> at home to sound an alarm. <laughs> it's the Just Get Ryan episode. Yeah, so the um, first of many, I think. <laughs> Jess has some stories. Just try and to yeah, tell. St- yeah, try and tie down the lawn, the furniture, and <laughs> s- stand in a doorway because I don't know what lock your children this away. Could go, like uh, anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> Tom and Liz are both fans of my uh, escapades. Um, Tom, if for people that don't know Tom, he isn't a gossip, but he loves a story. Mm. He loves a yarn. And Liz is a gossip. And Liz is a gossip. Um, and look, I like to see myself as some sort of, um, uh, I guess, relationship uh, beacon when it comes to talking to Jess Kate Ryan. I yeah. talk her through a lot of things mm. and stuff and issues. Big mood, yeah. Now, the particular story we're bringing today um, does actually involve me. It does. It does. It's very interesting. Jess and I didn't date. No. That's not what we're talking about here. You wish jellyfish. Oh, honey, you know I could if I wanted. You wish the Liz and I. I'm not not needed here. (laughs) The story's about you two. You've just got all this this band. I'll I'll just sit here and... No, but you you were sort of... you You were present, Tom. You were around when all this was going down. So I was the the lanky stake in the ground that yeah that now just look. was there the whole the whole way through that you kept on battering like just coming <laughs> like back. Oh, there's, there's more. There's more. The saga continues. So before we get right down into it, because we haven't done this for a couple of episodes, but we're going to talk rules, mm-hmm. which is no real names. Mm-hmm. So think up a fake name and stick to it. If you need to write it down in front of you, like yeah. some people needed to do because they accidentally revealed the name and then we had to go back and erase it. No. Uh, and no out-and-out shit-talking. We no. Tom likes to say a, a gentle ribbing yes. is fine, but no, I'm going to hunt you down or no, <laughs> fuck that guy and everybody hears his email address. Yeah. No, no, none of that. None of that. Busy. You're not that vindictive. You don't have time for I that shit. I don't think so, no. I Look. So... Yeah. Okay. Let's take it back to where this started. All right. Shall we? So, strap in. Okay. So, last year I had a really horrific breakup. Um, It was very traumatizing and very sad. um, And I wasn't aware completely of, like, what was, you know, going on inside my head. Um, I felt very – and still continue to struggle with self-esteem and all that shenanigans. This was, was like, a first – big relationship for you yeah it was my first um big big yeah look to be honest he was the first of everything really Mm. um and look we'll get into that episode in a few months time once (laughs) I've gone through more therapy you gotta process yeah I've got so much to unpack anyway so I'm in an interesting point I was dating for the first time in my life um and I was seeing a guy that actually liked me what shocked I know (laughs) And I was uh, not ready. 
And um, so then this started on like a Saturday night. My co-host Ellen of Murder in the Land of Oz, who was also my best friend, we uh, decided to have like a, a, a night. A night. So we, we kicked on. A girls, um, a girls night? A girls night. A so girls we started night. off at um, Binman Central Netherworld. Now, for those of you who don't know Jess, binman is a term yeah. that is used to describe most men. Most men. <laughs> most men that belong in the bin. Most men that belong in the bin. Yes, the bin. Different, different to dustmen, dustmen or or who actually come and take your trash. No, no. those guys are helpful. Those we guys like them are and appreciate them. These, these are bin men. Yeah, these are bin. These are in the bin these men. Are, these aren't people that take out the trash. These are people who are Do the trash. trash. Is there a recycling bin? for? There's, <laughs> like, there's different stages of the bin, and to be honest, like I have not stuck to my rules, um, so I have, <laughs> have recycled. I have recycled. Recycle bin. All right, come on. When Rinse they should out. have been like cut up, shredded, <laughs> and burnt. <laughs> Anywho, landfill that shit. So we started at Netherworld, which is this bar in Brisbane where like all the soft boy go. It's um, great. <laughs> so I have a very specific Nerd. type um, that seemed to uh, find me in all stages of my life. Uh, the men that I am attracted to all look the same. Um, you could literally line them up and they could all be related. They this are, is true. I have seen photos. Yeah. Brunette, glasses, stripy top and or check shirt. Um, We're talking hipster. Yeah. The hype Urban thing has become less important to me. It should um, be less important to everybody, I yeah. think. The hype thing- I do love a tall, lanky boy. Um, but anyway... Anyway, so, so back. we started at Netherworld. That was fine. We were where'd, getting pretty drunk. We where'd went, you go? Huh? Where'd you end up? So then we went to the Irish bar and I had Guinness. And then I ended up going to Johnny Ringo's, which is a cowboy bar in Brisbane. It's and yes, I rode the bull. So I rode the bull. You started in Nerd Town. Yeah. And you ended up in Then you went to Ireland for a couple of pints of Guinness. Yeah. And then to the Wild West <laughs> yeah. to ride a mechanical bull. Exactly. Uh-huh. Good. Yeehaw. So we ride the bull. The guy operating the mechanical bull was very good looking. So that's why I rode the bull. Aren't they all? Um, and then this band starts setting up. And my friend goes, oh, do you want to stay and, like, hear the band? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. And then I spotted him. Right, roll, musician, drummer. Red alert, red alert. The drummer got your attention. <clears throat> he was uh, brunette. He had glasses. He had black. Uh, Let me okay. specify with the glasses, though. Black and, like, thick-rimmed. So, oh, yes, uber boy. hipster. Yeah. Yes. That's where we're going with this. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I spot him and I was like, yep, that's the one. Good, good, yep, good. Uh, we start dancing, that's fine. And then he hands me a drink from on stage and I took it and I said, thank you. So then I went up to him in the break and I was like, thank you for the drink. Um, I feel like I owe you one. And he was like, oh, no, no. And he like tapped me on the shoulder and I was like, mm, okay, cool. Um, and then back for the second half, dancing, dancing, dancing. And then he reaches over the kid again and hands me a tambourine. <laughs> so I played tambourine. What a yeah. Here, baby. Have I mean, my tambourine. It's a, it's a good, have my tambourine. <laughs> it's a good um, career move, isn't it? Yeah. Tambourine to what's next? Keyboard. From, and then from keyboard, you're playing. It's a gateway, gateway instrument. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then you're, then you're front man. Okay, so the tambourine. So, so and we play the tambo and I how's rock your, it. How is your tambourine action? Um, well, like being a singer, like I've got some sort of rhythm, so I was actually nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> if she does say if so I herself. I do say so myself. Yeah. Wow. So then afterwards, I'm like, well, I'm in, obviously. So um, I'm chatting uh, with... Were you, Jess? Anyway. Shh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I... 
Okay. I'm talking with the guitarist outside and I'm like, oh, you guys were like, great. Also, you're percussionist. Wow. And he was like, oh, yeah, 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 Doug. And I was like, oh, Doug. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Lock that in. And then out comes Doug. And I say, hi, excellent, excellent drumming. Uh, thank you for the tambourine. That was an amazing moment of my life. And I go to give him a high five and he like leers back and goes, oh, my God. And I look at my hand and it's about twice its normal size and covered in bruises because <laughs> the dickhead had given me a stand tambourine, which is one that you attach to drums, not one that you're meant to hit with your hand. Yeah. So he injured you first up. Anyway. Good start. Good start. Wow. Good start. So then he's like, I need to get you ice. And then he starts like massaging my hand. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then... Um, he was like, where are you headed? I'm like, oh, we're going to South Brisbane. And he was like, oh, I'm heading up the coast. It was nice to meet you. Good night. And then he goes and I say, well, and I'm like singing, I'll never see him again from Funny Girl, like over and over and over again. And Ellen was like, shut up. I was like, fair enough. So you were given a last name at this point. Like, yes. So I miss. So what had you, happened yeah. was I. So I was like, that guy was hot. So I tried to find him. So then I went on Johnny Ringo's Facebook and they had like a live video and they said, Doug, such and such. Mm-hmm. And so I look up Doug, such and such, and I can't find it anywhere. Anywhere. So then I go to rehearsal with the lovely Tom and the lovely Liz at Mm. Cluedo. Mm. And I tell this story to everybody. I'm like, this is fucking wild. Strap yourselves in. And I was like, and Liz was like, well, did you get his number? Like, what's the guy? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, he just like vanished and like, I can't find him anywhere. And she was like, give me two days. And I was like, okay. Because look, (laughs) what some people don't know about me is that I have a very special set of skills. It's terrifying. That's what it is. It's terrifying. I've had people go, hey, there was this Christmas CD that I used to listen to back in the 70s when I was like three, but I've never bought a cassette and I've never been able to find it. And they've been looking for years and then within two days I've found a copy of it on eBay. I can find almost anything or anyone. And did you not do that? And in this, so, uh, in this regard, it was two a very, very later, long way. That two days I found later, out. I completely forgot that I had told that like Liz was like, I'm going to find him. So I'm sitting on my bed. It's like a Wednesday at like midday. And she sends me a message and she's like, I found him. I was like, What? She's like, I found him. Here is his Instagram. And I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Result. So then, here's how I I did it, ladies and gents. Here we go. Here's how I did it. So, (laughs) Jess gave me a name, Doug such and such, but it turns out that his surname was not such and such. It was... (laughs) Such and such. Such and such. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I thought, okay, I said, Jess, what time were you at the bar? So, she told me what time she was at Johnny And I did not give her the correct time. (laughs) She didn't give me the correct time. (laughs) So my first port of call was to look up the guy and I couldn't find any based under the name. The second thing I did was contact the bar and go, hi, I had a friend there between the hours of this time and approximately this time. Who was playing at that time? And they said, well, not 
at that time but later on we had this particular band and I went on Instagram to find that particular band and then I messaged the band and went, hi, my friend was chatting to who I think might have been your drummer if you have a drummer named Doug. Um, she was interested but she forgot to get his number and since I'm such a great wing woman, um, would he mind if you gave me his social media details so I could pass on to her? It was the right band. They did give me the details and I sent them straight on over to Jess Kate Ryan. It, cracking the Enigma code was easier than what you what than that whole that whole process. I right. want, Liz, one question. Mm. It, it, why? Why do why is it just because you want okay, to help so or is it In this instance it was because I knew that Jess had had a fucked up breakup and I wanted her to have what Some I fun. thought would be a fling. Right. What I had assumed would be a short bit of fun fling because that is not something that she had had previously. Okay. Take it away from here. So it goes Jess back Kate to, Ryan. yes. All right. So Liz gives me this Instagram and I'm at home with my housemate. Um, screaming. And, yeah, <laughs> screaming. And her boyfriend was home. And I was like, Liz Bess found the drummer. Oh, my God, I have his Instagram. And we were all freaking out. So then Ben, lovely Ben Linsky, um, head of Brisbane Immersive Ensemble, check nice it out. Nice name drop. Um, he's freaking out. So then he goes on the Instagram and he's like, Jess, on brand, first off. I was like, thank you. And he's like, yeah, very handsome. Um, second off, how old was this man? I was like, I don't know. Like, he looks like, what, mid-30s? That's fine. I'm 25. I'm, I'm, that's, that's allowed. Yeah. And he was like, it... He's definitely married with two kids. This was in November mm. and I think there was a picture in September where he had a ring on. Yeah. And so children. then Ben and Liz have a whole separate conversation. Which was separate gold. from me where Ben was like, this is the best thing that this, is, this has ever happened. <laughs> so then Liz messages the band to say, hi, don't want to be a shit friend. Um, is Doug Sing, like, is Doug married? And they're like, no, 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 recently separated. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good to go. <laughs> well, I wanted to check because she's like, I'm not messaging. I'm not messaging. I'm like, look, here we go. I found the info. He's also single. Go, Jess. Yeah. So then I look through his Instagram. Yeah, he was uh, previously married and had two children. I was like, mm hmm. So rock at on. this point, what, where, where do you want to put your age for our listeners? I'm twenty. I'm twenty six now. Okay, so I was cool. twenty five. So she's happy to share the age. I just wanted to know whether oh, you yeah. want to go like early mid twenties or whatever. No, no, no. I, I'm. I have no qualms. Uh, you, so I was twenty five. What you women could achieve if you went into like politics or like you could. We would if they would let us. I mean, they just, don't let us. Big mood. They oust us. That's true. <laughs> our, our nation is burning, and we got literally to fucking yeah. old white men, dickheads in charge. Just anyway, more. continue. Anyway, so I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to message him because I will look insane. But I look through the Instagram, and I was like, okay, cool. He's like really stunning. No worries. So then I go and do my murder podcast work because I'm a good girl. And then I go back on the Instagram and he's made his Instagram private. So I lost my fucking mind. I was like, absolutely not. So then the next day I'm walking to work and then like you can see like who you've recently searched on your Instagram. And he, the story icon was around his um, like, oh God, I've lost my train of thought. So his, the story icon was around his profile, which meant that his thing was back to public. So then I go to work and I tell the girls and they're like, this is wild um and they flip out and then my friend Sophie's like well 
he's from the coast. Like, I'm from the coast. Maybe I know him. So then she looks up his Instagram and, like, sees that she's got mutual friends with him. So then she messages her friends and is like, hi, do you know Doug's suit and suit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Doug's suit and suit. (laughs) Yeah. Not Doug Doug such and such. Definitely not Doug such and such. We found that out. So the... I need a. I, I don't know about anyone else listening at the moment, but does anyone need like a diagram with names and links <laughs> anyway, to follow these stocks? I will so draw I can, this up. Just okay. so, yeah, we might need to do that just so you can go. Yep. Okay. So the Gold Coast. Uh, who were you had a friend? Anyway, so my yeah. friend had mutual friends with them. So then she messaged them and was like, "Hey, do you know D- Doug Such and Such?" And they were like, "Yeah. Um, why are you asking?" And she was like, "Oh." Okay, uh, so, yeah, he's definitely married. And then she was like, Jess, are you sure he's, like, like not still married? And I was like, um, well, they told me that he wasn't. And anyway, so then she hacks my phone and messages him and was like, hi, it's Tambourine Girl. Um, just thought I'd let you know that the swelling's gone down and then sent a shaka and then a drum emoji. And I was like, there's no way he's going to respond. So I go about my business. I'm working. No worries. And then... Um, he messages back and we all like hit the deck. We were freaking out. It's big result. Big, big result. result. And he was, so then we bantered and we chatted back and forth and stuff like that. Yes, found out recently separated with two children. And he was like, look, it's been nice chatting with you, but, um, you know, I don't really feel like I have a place talking to you because you are quite young. And I was like, fair enough. And he's like, oh, and obviously like I've completely freaked you out with all this. I'm like, I'm not freaked out. I'm fine. So then I was like, well, I'm never going to hear from him again. That's fine. But he's still following me. That's all cool. He, Did you find like, out how old he was in that conversation? Yeah. So he was uh, 40. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was uh, went to work on the Friday, went to work on Saturday, and I hadn't heard from him. Um, he was still following me. He'd found a video that Ellen and I had taken at Johnny Ringo's, um, and I said, um, hashtag uh, Doug the drummer. And he found that video and like commented on it. And I was like, oh my God, what a nightmare. And then, so I work on the Saturday. I tell my boss who's like, we weren't really chatty, um, but I told her this story and she was just like, that's wild. And then I literally finished work and I'm like packing up and doing the vacuuming and I check my phone and I had a message from him and he was like, hi, like I'm going to be in Brisbane tomorrow. Um, Do you want to like, maybe like have like a casual drink or dinner? And I was like, What? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I I guess. Go get it, girl. So then the next day I'm working. He comes and meets me at work and he, oh, far out. He was so on brand. He had like this stripy top on and I was like, wow, you are good looking. So then we go out. We have stunning time. We're drinking. We're having fun. No worries. I get pretty drunk. And then the end of the date or not date because he was a bit nervous about it, um, we hug goodbye and I was like pretty wasted so I was like you want a drink uh, wanna, you want to kiss <laughs> he's like no thank you I've had many drinks but I would you, like a smooch you want to kiss and then yeah we made out and he was stunning kisser so yeah. then I was I, very proud at this point oh, a stunning kisser like, I'm, I'm, and I was like floating it was very romantic um, so then the next that's day, your problem mm. you called it romantic it was meant to be fun not yes, romantic it, it was a casual drink that's all. You fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you said he was a stunning kisser. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I've ever been. Dis- I, I hope I've been described as stunning at least once about anything. I'll take that. Yeah. Stunning kisser. Um. So then we. 
chatting. That's fine. He was like, no, normally wouldn't normally like kiss on like a first date, but very nice. I was like, thank you. So then the next day I'm at work and uh, I going about my business. That's fine. Walk down the stairs and I see this gentleman in the store and I went up to him because he looked like a lost husband. So I was like, hi, how can I help? And he's like, are you Jess? I was like, yeah, how can I help you? Like, what's up? And he was like, no, no, these are for you. And I turn around and there's a box of flowers and me, all of my customers, like these are like regulars that I've been looking after for years where they are um, my like manager, like the whole thing, we all flip out and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, is it from him? And I was like, maybe it's not, maybe it's not. I'm like, maybe it's my mother. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, I opened the card and it said, um, have a stunning day with the dream team. Um, Doug XO and I was like you're Ooh. kidding me wow. so then I messaged him and you know whatever and you also messaged me I messaged you <laughs> I messaged everyone I showed up at rehearsal that night with a box of flowers and like Ben Linsky went apeshit like he was losing it and everybody was losing it and like Pat Aiken, our very good friend friend of the podcast friend of life he was like freaking out he was like Jess like Whoa, Nelly. I'm like, and I was oh, like, I leave her the fuck alone. Let her have some fun. But people were freaking out. And Liz was really lovely and like was like, hey, everybody shut up. So then uh, we continued like seeing each other and dating each other. I went through like a pretty horrific like family tragedy and he was lovely through that and like talking to me about that. We'd smooched and then we were like third date and I was like, I'm a lady. I can invite a gentleman caller into my house. (laughs) So we were making out in the car and I was like, do you want to come in? And then he like flipped out and I was like, freaked the fuck out. What's wrong? And he was like, um, I just like, I just want you to know, like up until last week, I haven't kissed another woman in 15 years, like other than my wife. I was like, oh my God. And I was like, that's fine. Like I'm forward. I just asked. And then he was like, it's okay. I am really attracted to you, but probably not I was like fair enough that's fine and he was like super apologetic about it and I was like dude I'm like not fast like I just ask because I'm forward so then I went through this massive tragedy and he was really lovely about it and like talking to me and asking me if I was okay and you know just actually having really like a tough conversation with someone that he didn't even know whereas like a lot of other people in my life just didn't know how to talk about it um and the day after this horrific thing he like came up and was very cute and like bought me flowers and coffee and then yeah we slept together and it was great and I was like cool rock on um <laughs> rock on then, did, he keep, did he keep good um good time good tempo <laughs> he's a drummer like rock on Tom. <laughs> anyway so then the week after was like Christmas so he was like look I'd really like to see you before I you know go down to Newcastle with um to see my parents and stuff I was like yeah yeah cool 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 so he came up on Christmas Eve and he was standing outside my store and I he was holding a bag and I I'm such a nosy bitch I'm like what'd you buy who's that for did you buy something for your kids that's so cool and then he like just hands it to me he was like Merry Christmas I was like I'm beg your pardon and it was we'd had this like one conversation about tea um that I like called Stockholm Blend from the tea center it's fucking stunning um you should all buy it Go and and he bought go me. And, just he, go and buy it, everyone. He bought me this massive tin of it, like after this like one conversation, and like 
I've been given gifts before, obviously, like I had a partner for four years, but I never had something so thought, like it was a small gift, like on the grand scheme but of gifts, but it was some, yeah, it was thoughtful and they'd listened and you know, whatever. It is very sweet. Yes. So then I uh, was like, wow. Because, like, up until that point, I'd been a bit sceptical about it. And I was like, this is going to end. Like, no worries. And then he gave me this gift. And I was like, wow, this guy actually listens. He's interested in me. Rock on. So then Christmas. um, This is when you came to me and you were like, oh, my God. And I'm like, Jess, you're getting emotionally attached. And this is very fucking soon after your last relationship. And this is not what I had in mind for you. No one did. So then I... um, was you know like starting to fall pretty bad um and we were talking like in the lead up to um like Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that and he was away and then he um we'd made plans like on the 7th of January he was going to be back in Brisbane and we were going to do like something for his birthday Mm -hmm. so I was like look we'll go out to dinner like we'll go somewhere really nice and tizzy um we'll go get a couple of drinks you know he's like that actually sounds so stunning can't wait so New Year's he messages me at like 9 p.m. to like check in. He was like, hey, like I just want you to like have a really fun night. Like I'm heading out to dinner with my family. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Like no worries. So then I'm out at this bar at midnight and he messaged me and he was like, happy new year, Jess. And I was like, oh, okay. So then next day talking, that's fine. Day after that, radio silence. And I was like, oh, what's going on? So I gave it three days because I was like, don't be a freak. So I gave it three days and then I messaged him and I was like, doll, like, are you okay? Like, you've just completely vanished. Like, from going, like, talking all the time, all day to nothing, I was like, this is weird. And he was like, look, um, shit sort of hit the fan with my ex-wife. Um, she's, like, threatening to, like, n- not let me see the kids. And I was like, doll, you do you and sort that out. Like, that's fine. Um, and then, yeah, so then it just fizzled out. Like, he stopped watching my Instagram stories, which is a big deal for me. And stopped messaging me and stuff like that. And then he, I found out, blocked me from seeing his stories on Instagram. Wow. Which I was like, okay. So I sent him this message being like, hi, um, look, I kind of get the feeling I'm being ghosted. Just letting you know, like, you didn't have to do that. You could have just had a conversation with me if you didn't want this to continue. Like any polite, normal person should. Yeah. So then I didn't hear anything for a day. And then I got this. You didn't even get a response to that for a day. For a day. Rude. Then I get this like three page essay from him, like blaming it all on the divorce and like all this stuff. And like, it started with, hey Jess, as per my previous messages. And I was like, get in the fucking bin. Like, (laughs) honestly. As per my previous previous message is the bitchiest of bitchy things that can possibly be bitched at. Um, So I was, you know. I was very crushed. Um, so then a couple of months went by. I go to Journey Bingo's again and I see him and he first off doesn't recognize me and then he does. And then <laughs> um, he was like, I'm sorry, I hurt you. And I was like, shut up. Um, you didn't even fucking recognize me two seconds ago. Yeah. And was like talking about his divorce and like his wife and his wife was apparently taking him for everything that he had. And I was like, good for you, doll. Rock on. Um, and then... Yeah, so then he unfollowed me on Instagram and then blocked me from following him. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. Seems and went petty. through – and, like, I will say, like, I know when you block someone on Instagram, it can remove likes, but the thing was, like, not all of the likes were removed. So he'd gone through all of the posts that he had liked of mine and unliked them except for two, which I was like, that is fucking time that I do not have. So then it's I – so. 
sorry. Mm. For someone who doesn't have time for that, the fact that you noticed exactly which posts he'd unliked. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm 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 that's, stunned. That's, that's so so Doug, famous Doug. Yeah. It, so either he really properly got a bollocking from his ex-wife and just sort of had to, like, he had to do that or No, or there's what? more to this story, Tom. Oh, my God. There's a new development, ladies and gentlemen. Lie, I need to lie down. So a couple of months go by. I kind of tell this story at my new work and everyone thinks it's sort of wild. So then this girl who, she was like, I need to follow this guy. This oh, is I so just wild. I remembered this. Yes, um, I remember you telling me. Yeah, so Lara from part. work uh, found out that he has a girlfriend. Um, and so I was like, okay, that makes sense as to why he's like blocked me from everything. Um, and then. Did he have a girlfriend while he was. Wow. So. Fingers gone up, everybody. A couple of weeks ago, I'm at a party with a bunch of friends, and my friend Manel loves my Binman story. And she was like, okay, Jess, you need to tell the Doug the drama story. I was like, rock on. So I start telling this story, and this girl just goes pale. And she shows her phone to her friend and she was like, Jess, I need to tell you something. And she was like, is this him? And shows me his Instagram. I was like, yes, that's him. And she's like, so he comes into my work. She's a barista on the Gold Coast and he comes in. She's known him for years, knows his wife, knows his children. So her friend used to babysit for them as a fam, like the their family. So then he found this girl Courtney's Instagram through her friend and started messaging her oh, when no. he was still married. This girl is younger than I am and Doug the drummer had an issue with my age. So he was messaging this like 22-year-old girl when he was still married when his oh. relation when his marriage broke down he was telling this girl everything. Oh boy. That's... So then when he was seeing me was still messaging her when he was ghosting me was messaging her. But and okay, now- here's the thing that shits me about this, right? Because the whole reason that I did Masluthan was because I wanted you to have a fun time. And he was the one who took it to a romantic place. And the why love the bombing fuck would that you we know. Love bombing. We know this term. Yes, we know what this, this means now. Why fucking do that if you don't have like he could have just hit it and quit it because right? that's where you were heading, but he made you He like totally him made an investment. Then- so then Courtney and I decide we're going to scare the absolute bejesus out of him because I was dressed up as deadophilia. Oh. So we took an Instagram story on her story and shared it. He watched it. Oh. Then she saw him on the Monday when she was picking up her boyfriend's um, little brother and he like walked past the car and was like really awkward. Oh, that's so awkward. R.I.P. Doug the drummer. R.I.P. Wow. Doug the drummer. But that makes me fucking cranky. My new nickname for him, Dead to Me Doug. Dead to me, dead to me Doug. I love it. Doug, I love it. Doug's but I'm also angry because, like, if if he just wanted to hit it and quit it, don't do the love bombing thing. Don't send flowers. Like, don't if, send flowers. Yes. Don't buy romantic presents. You're texting, texting some other girl at the same time. Yeah. Fuck that. And, like, was quite like hey i'm in burley like i'm just in your backyard like like backyard as in like you live in burley like come hang out and i'm like you suck like you suck like i wish i'd known this months ago that he was actually a bin and that's separate from like obviously the horrible trauma that he was going through because like doll we all got baggage but like fuck me like you suck like you legitimately suck 
so much and I can't believe and like this is a recurring theme that we'll discuss on this podcast when I come back if I'm allowed (laughs) is this recurring theme of men who get exactly what they want out of me and this is what I'm talking about with my therapist go to therapy no no but like this is a theme that I am working on like combating with my therapist with my cognitive uh, behavioral therapy is like why do I find these men that all look the same that needs something out of me, be Wait. it sexual, emotional. What does your dad look like? Shut up. <laughs> okay. So we've had a breakthrough here at Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Are you welcome, everybody? Well, yeah, yeah, that was funny because like when That's I started good. therapy and I was telling like I was telling David, my therapist, about um like what was going on. And I uh, like told him the whole story about my ex and whatever. And he was like, so let's take it back. What was your childhood like? And I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> no, you, yeah. Dave. No, no, That's no, fuck no. you. It is 11 a.m. Okay, yeah. look, I think we need to take this to the what have we learnt part of this uh, yeah, evening. So, Jess, first of all, what have you learnt from this experience other than my superior sleuthing skills? Um, I learnt – look, I did get some good things out of this. I feel like it was a good boost to my self-esteem that's continually on the floor. I thought – and I continue to think that I am very ugly and unlovable. Which is bullshit, ladies and, and gentlemen. She's a fucking stunner. I, for a moment, felt really good about myself. And I, yeah, I felt like I was worth something. <sighs> From the negative, what I've learned is that I have to stop letting people take advantage of me. <sighs> that's good. That's so good. That's a nice And I to continue to not learn that lesson as per my last couple of months. But, yeah, if there's anything to learn from this story, ladies and gentlemen, it's just know your worth more. That's than what I'd what like people, you to learn. What people, like, make you think that you're worth because you, like, fuck me. Fuck this. Like, honestly, love sucks. Yes, the world is, team love mm. sucks. I can't, like, I can't, I can't abide this anymore. I will not, I will not stand. So what I've learned from this is that um, I think that, uh, people need to stop fucking love bombing people because it's rude as shit yeah. if you don't have intentions on following through. And I've, I mean, I knew this already, so this isn't something I've learned. But Jess, I think that you are a wonderful human and I think that I would love for you to be able to see what we see in you yeah, and, and find your worth within yourself rather than whether some drop kicks decided he wants to be be interested in you because it's always such a shame when um not just you Jess but anyone you know in in your life and there'll be a sweetheart or just a gem and like the best person and talented and funny and all that and they don't see that and it's such a shame it uh, you got to hold the mirror up to yourself and go hey I'm pretty good at these things so yeah look it's a a journey like that's why I'm in therapy um so yeah you're amazing, Jess. Thank similar, you for sharing. Similar to what uh, Liz learned. Um, oh, yeah. What you learned, Tom? Like the act of sending someone flowers. Oh, that is a big, solid that's move. Like, and trust me, I work for a flower delivery company that's now. Like de- that's like declaring war. Like you have to make sure that you're ready for the outcome that's a, of like, it's a sending big, someone it's flowers. It's a big fucking move. You're like, get, it's a big you can get into move. someone's pants without flowers. The flowers basically... It's a it, thought. It's, a, it's an intention. It, they signal an intention and if you're not going to follow it up, fuck off with your flowers and put them in the bin where you are. Yeah, that's right. Because that's something else that can be learned is like... And that's something that I learn about myself is I love a gesture. Yeah. Oh, right, look, yes. I think we, Don't all, we all do. I think, yeah, I, I think I'm sorry about that. this extra long episode, but no, you knew that's this. okay. Look, 
we love your stories and we love you, Jess Kate Ryan. Thank you for coming Thanks, on dolls. and sharing your story. You survived. And thank you, you survived. for thank you for well, get ready for the most recent story that's been a brewing. Well, oh, shit, ladies and gentlemen, in a couple of weeks we'll probably have we'll to have just, Jess back yes. for Hurricane Jess, the reckoning. I don't know. What do we call the second version? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have been Liz Best here with... I, uh, Tom Harris. Hello. We have been Ghosts of Boyfriends Pass. We're on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We've got a special group now. So if you want to join in on the talks and group the group therapy, therapy it's called Ghosts yeah. of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy. You can come and talk and tell us what you want to hear on the podcast, join in the conversation, bitch about your relationship, anything that you want to do. Yeah, get involved. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. I said all those t- things. T- Just, uh, you're not listening. No, yes, I'm again. Ladies and gentlemen, that's us. We'll chat to you next time. Goodbye. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off-limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.